Hello and welcome to Being Green. I'm Glynis Crook. Earlier this year, the polyphagous Chantal borer was making headlines a lot here in Cape Town. It was reported that the invasive beetle had infested trees in large swathes of the southern suburbs, from Weinberg all the way through to Observatory. And city officials were asking residents to help identify and eliminate them to prevent the insect from spreading further and killing more trees. Well, I thought about it again last week when I read on Cape Nature's website that visitors are banned from bringing firewood into reserves in a bid to mitigate a possible impact by the beetle. So I thought it was time to get an update on the situation from Alderman Eddie Andrews, who's Deputy Mayor, but also Maker Member for Spatial Planning and the Environment. Eddie, thank you so much for joining us on the program. What is the situation now? When we last heard about it, it was sort of across the area from Weinberg all the way to Observatory. Have we managed to contain it within that area? It is unfortunate not. I think we've 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 started out in the Newlands area, and we've literally gone all uh, the way down the corridor. Wanted to say things in in Kenilworth, a sort of a a, a concentration out in the Randebosch area. Um, and then we, we've got um, a few sightings next to the Lisbeck River. So that's the that's sort of the corridor. So from observatory right down onto Walter Newlands, that little all along the main road and the river corridor, we've received um, um, you know we've got confirmed sightings in the area there. And, and depending on the uh, how far gone the trees, um, we won't remove all the trees at this stage. Um, we would. Uh, only remove trees if we feel that there are some safety concerns um, in, in terms of it would completely collapse as the beetle undermines the tree. Um, but, and those are the priority trees that, that we are looking at targeting for, for, for removal. Um, remind us exactly what happens when the beetle gets into a tree. Yeah, so as the beetle butters into the sapwood of the tree and creating uh, brooding galleries for, for reproduction. And this also, the beetle also inoculates these uh, brooding galleries with the fungus. And the fungus is the, uh, that's the concern that we have. And it also serves as a source of food for the adults and the larvae. So in susceptible hosts, the fungus leads, uh, of course, to disease-causing branch dieback or, and, of course, tree death. And, and this, you know, the beetle can establish, as I mentioned earlier on, in a wide range of alien and indigenous um, tree, tree species, um, you know, that we've picked up over the past uh, couple of years. So effectively, the tree eventually dies from it. Effectively, the tree eventually dies from it. That's exactly what happens. So what are the signs that the tree is infested? Can you remind people? So, so what, the beetle is extremely small. I mean, we're looking at uh, 1.5 to, um, to 2 millimeters. Um, and and it's, what you need to look out for would be the, the entry and exit holes. So it's very small holes in the, in the bark of the tree. The size, basically, if you look at a ballpoint pen, um, that's how small uh, the beetle is. And it looks like uh, shotgun-like scars developing around the, the holes of you know, where they've buried into. And also what we call gumming, you know, blobs of goo coming out of the bark, oozing of liquid and gum from the beetle holes. Um, and then staining. So you've got this brown or dark stains on the bark of the tree, and that's also quite evident um, you know, to observe. And that, of course, what I just spoke about earlier on, branch dieback. This basically will be present in, in highly infested trees, cracks on the branch, discolored leaves, dry and leafless branches, 
and uh, the, the branch dieback, uh, sorry, the branch break off, revealing webs of galleries filled with the fungus that I've, that I've mentioned earlier on. Is there anything that you, say I've got a, a garden full of beautiful trees, is there anything that I can do to prevent them getting um, the, the, the attacked by the beetle? No, just no. Um, and I also want to use the opportunity to caution against, uh, you know, a caution to to all your listeners. There are lots of um, service, uh, you know, service providers that are coming and offering solutions because everyone loves the tree. There's an emotional attachment to the tree, and they want to, you know, uh, help and assist where they can as a, as a as a tree owner. But there are no solutions currently on on the market. There's nothing registered that can really treat or successfully uh, repel the, the, the beetle. And I think that's the, the very the most important uh, point I want to, to, to bring across today. There are no products in the market. And, and also what you can do, as soon if you're not sure of any of the signs, please make contact with our invasive species team, and we can come out and assist and mm-hmm. confirm that indeed there's, a, there's some burrowing in the tree. And then, of course, we will guide on the necessary action going forward. Trees on public land, that will council will respond to to those um, infested trees. And trees on on private land, of course, would be the responsibility of the private um, property owner. So just a reminder that you can report these sightings online at um, capetown.gov.za forward slash invasive species, or you can call the invasive species unit on 21 2357. The city would love to hear from you if you suspect either on public land or on your private land if you have this beetle infecting your trees. Thanks so much to Alderman Eddie Andrews, and that's it for this week from me, Glynis Crook. Take care and goodbye. FMR 101.3